0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk video. Would you be the jerk if you missed your own best friend's wedding? We'll find out about that, but first, a story from Nacio Jar 2013 Am I the jerk for making a pregnancy jar? My husband and I have been married for six years. Still don't have kids. We want them, but it's still not happening. Friends and family are causing us constant stress about having a baby soon, but it's obviously something we can't control. We only wish that they'd stop, but to no avail. So what I did was come up with an idea, stupid I know, and that is that I have an empty jar and call it a pregnancy jar. I carry it with me in my bag whenever I am with friends and family, and every time someone asks about when my husband and I are going to have a baby, I pull my jar out and ask them to drop a dollar in there for asking. I'd get puzzled looks, but they reach out for their pockets, wallets or purses and pull out a dollar and put it inside the jar. It actually worked because most of them stopped asking after four months. Last week we had dinner at my parents' house. My brother came back from his business trip that lasted a month. And while we were eating he asked when me and my husband were going to have a kid. My husband paused. I got up from the chair and made my way to where my brother was sitting with my jar in my hand and asked him to drop a dollar for the question he asked. He stared at me and then laughed nervously asking if I was being serious. Everyone was looking at us. He said no, he didn't have to pay me. But I told him he didn't have to ask either so here we are. I could tell he felt embarrassed. He immediately reached out to his pocket, pulled out his wallet and put a dollar in my jar. I made my way back to my seat and sat down and resumed eating like nothing happened. It got awkward afterward. Mom pulled me into the kitchen later to tell me that I embarrassed my brother in front of his wife and family and said that I should quit acting childish by running around with a jar demanding others put money in it and I told her they should quit asking then. She went on about how they're just worried for us since we're in our mid-30s and don't have much time left if we want at least one healthy baby. I got upset and she started arguing. My husband and I left and we haven't seen them in days. Except I got a call from my sister basically siding with my mom and the others saying I'm being childish. So am I the jerk for this? I think OP's not the jerk as long as the brother was told beforehand that they should stop asking or outright that they shouldn't ask to begin with. Do you guys think Opie's a jerk for stopping what they're doing getting up from the dinner table and putting that pregnancy jar in front of them saying, Cough up, put a dollar in there. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Our next story is from AdventurousU644. Would I be the jerk if I cancel my daughter's celebratory trip because I need to be somewhere else? I've always promised my daughter that after her final exam results UK kids are on their last week she can finally travel alone and take a holiday with her friends before uni. My daughter and her friends have been planning it for a while and me and the other girls' parents are funding the trip and are all excited for them to finally travel on their own. They've planned it to be a week long But I've just found out that my sister will be having her first child, my nephew, and has invited me to spend the week with her, her partner, and the baby. And it's the same week my daughter would be away. And I desperately want to be with my sister and spend time with the newborn, but it would mean traveling across the country for a week. Where my sister lives is further into the countryside and often has dodgy reception, so chances are I wouldn't be receiving many calls there. I feel pretty uncomfortable with my daughter being away when I'm not home, because what if she had an emergency and needed me to come get her? I probably wouldn't get her calls, and if I did, I wouldn't be in the right position to plan something for her. Obviously, the ideal situation was for me to be at home, so I could be easily accessible to her. Will I be a huge jerk if I withdrew my daughter from the trip? She's been looking forward to it for years, but my nephew will only be a newborn once, and my daughter has her whole life to travel. Would I be the jerk? I'm very stressed out about this, but I'm pretty sure of my decision to withdraw her. Just want to make sure I won't hurt her. Frankly, I think OP would be a huge jerk if they withdrew their daughter over something that they wanted to do. And frankly, I think there's not enough trust being put in the daughter here. The whole plan here was for them to travel alone and take a holiday with their friends. So obviously you just need to plan for possible emergencies, calling the right authorities, and just let them live their life. Before uni they're 18 years old, right? Bottom line, the whole thing is something that OP wants to do. And if OP feels uncomfortable with their daughter being away when they're not home, Then rather cancel the trip that they've been looking forward to for years, just so you could go visit your nephew, you can stay at home so you don't have to worry. And lastly, yes, OP's right that they can travel anytime, but they only got one chance to have that pre-uni trip with their friends. That's a one-time thing, right? Our next story is from throwaway8137495932. Am I the jerk for being upset about the birthday gifts I got from my kids and husband? I feel guilty for being upset about this, but being raised by a narcissist I tend to feel guilty about all my feelings, so I'm here to ask for Reddit's opinion. Today's my birthday. I don't typically expect a whole lot. We have a tradition where the birthday person gets to pick the day's activities and dinner and a one gift from each family member. I love this. For my birthday I chose to spend the weekend at our cottage and dinner out at a local pub type place. Yesterday I had to pack everything and clean the house before we left. Apparently I was also expected to remember and pack my own gifts, which was admittedly annoying. I woke up this morning and after a couple of hours, I had to remind my husband and kids, seven and 12, that it was my birthday. They responded not with a happy birthday, but a, yeah, we know, while my husband laid there on his phone. In my opinion, he shouldn't have not only said happy birthday himself, But i feel like it was his responsibility to correct the crappy attitude of the kids i start coffee and prep for making breakfast i sit down with my coffee and open my gifts background i was a little bit nervous because a couple weeks prior my husband informed me that he maxed out his credit card when i probed for more info he explained that he got carried away with my birthday one of the gifts was something that i'd asked for and was great but i felt so insulted by the other two The other two gifts were toys. Toys that I'd mentioned getting for my kids. I don't collect toys, these are 100% for my kids. My husband had asked me for a list months ago and I'd given him about 20 ideas. Nothing expensive, just things I wanted for me. I don't even feel like I particularly needed anything on the list, just something picked out with thought. For me though, he didn't even remember to bring or remind the kids the homemade cards they made my favorite part. I went back to preparing breakfast for everyone and then my husband wanders into the kitchen expecting a thank you and a hug and I just couldn't do it. I'm so frustrated and angry. I feel invisible. After 17 years together, he didn't know that I don't collect toys. I'm now sitting in my room with the door closed trying to compose myself, feeling guilty for crying over gifts. Am I the jerk? So, me, and myself, I think OP's definitely not the jerk. It seems like they had pretty clear expectations of how they would expect their birthday to go. You know, feeling celebrated. Feeling like everybody wanted to, you know, participate in each element of somebody's birthday. And not only just somebody's birthday, but their mom and wife's birthday. Even the gifts alone, even though the gifts suck, it's the fact that it's your birthday and your kids and your partner are not even, like doing anything to celebrate it, not doing anything to make you feel special or make you feel appreciated. I don't think it's crazy to feel the way OP does at all. Our next story is from North Discount 736 Am I the jerk for belittling my friend's grief after she named her daughter after my deceased one and refusing to be her daughter's godmother? I have four children, with my youngest Luli having passed away three years ago at two years old. One of my close friends since high school, Jane, was Luli's godmother, although she wasn't heavily involved in our lives, as she was a chronic traveler. Last month, Jane had her first child. They kept the gender a secret, but Jane and I talked everything babies together, as I'm her closest friend who has children, including names. When we talked baby names, Jane said that she wasn't going to do middle names for her kids, as she found them pretentious. During this time, Jane asked if I would be her kid's godmother, and I said yes. When her baby was born, her partner sent me a text letting me know that they were both healthy and the baby was a girl. The next day, Jane posted a baby reveal on Facebook and revealed the name of her baby, whose middle name was Luli. I was obviously in shock as Jane had never mentioned giving her daughter a middle name, let alone the same name as my kid. Then on instagram she posted the typical baby reveal photo holding her baby's hand with the caption luli with a white heart this was honestly too much for me so i turned off my phone nearly two weeks later jane reached out to my husband and asked if i was all right as she wasn't able to get in touch with me and asked me to come by and meet her daughter i almost didn't but decided that maybe there was some explanation and agreed to come over When Jane asked if I wanted to come over, she asked if I wanted to come over to meet Luli. We made small talk, and when she put her daughter down for a nap, I brought it up and asked her why her daughter's middle name is Luli. Jane told me she loved the name Lully since I'd used it, and since she was Luli's godmother, she used it as her daughter's middle name to honor my daughter. I asked why she didn't tell me she was planning on honoring my daughter, and that I was blindsided finding out via social media. She told me that she had just given birth and was recovering from the experience, which I 100% understand, but when I asked if she had decided to honor my daughter before or after she would given birth, she asked me to leave. A few days later, she called and talked to me about her daughter's upcoming christening and our role as godparents. I cut her off and told her that I was sorry, but I wasn't able to be her kid's godmother. She didn't take this well and claimed that she was allowed to honor my daughter as she was her godmother. I can't hog her grief and that I can't prevent everyone from using the name Luli just because my dead daughter had the same name. So I'm here on Reddit for an outsider point of view. I obviously can't claim the name Luli, nor do I want to micromanage how someone else grieves. I'm definitely not looking at this from an unbiased perspective and if I'm overreacting or being irrational over this, I wanna change that. Am I the jerk? Also, before it gets mentioned, I've been in therapy since Luli was sick, so I don't need that recommendation. I'm already on it. I think OP is definitely not the jerk. I think the idea behind this was kind of wholesome, but it was done in such a terrible way. If you're going to do that, you've gotta get clearance. You can't just go and do it yourself and act like you're being super honoring and stuff. It's just, you stand more to desecrate rather than honor. And then also, not only just using that name as a middle name, but using it in the captions and, like, just calling them that name over and over, without even getting permission, it's just, like, it almost comes off as replacing and not honoring. I think OP's definitely not the jerk. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. If you do so, you won't miss any of my daily videos. And each video has some awesome stories, like our next one from NoJournalist801, Am I the jerk for telling my friend group about another friend's kink so they would also stop being friends with him? A little backstory, this friend in reference, let's call him Paul, has been my 26-year-old female roommate for a little over a year. We've been good friends since college, and we've also maintained our friend group from college as well. Recently, I started to notice something odd. My underwear has been frequently disappearing and reappearing in my drawer. At first, I didn't notice anything, but occasionally I would notice that some pairs that were supposed to be clean had a strange smell. I started to get really suspicious after a while, especially after I brought it up to Paul, and he just shrugged me off at first, but I started getting really weird vibes, and after some arguing back and forth, Paul finally admitted very reluctantly to the truth. Apparently Paul has been stealing my underwear, wearing them, and putting them back in the drawer, with what I'm assuming is the hope that I end up wearing them too. When I found this out, my skin crawled. I'm honestly a very open-minded person, and I wouldn't have a problem with Paul wearing women's underwear if they weren't mine. And he also confessed that he'd been doing it for months. I felt so violated by this and told him that he would have to leave immediately. Luckily, he agreed and left that night, and has been crashing on a work friend's couch while he looks for a new place. He said that he was really embarrassed and understood why I was no longer comfortable being friends with him. The only thing he requested was that I not tell our mutual friends. But I couldn't not tell them considering they were all wondering why Paul had to leave so suddenly and why we weren't friends anymore. They knew something had gone down and when they asked, I just told them because I honestly needed support about the whole thing and I also knew that there was no way I would be able to keep hanging out in the group if Paul was going to be there. Everyone was really shocked and understood my decision. Paul confronted me over text about it, telling me that I was wrong to share his kink with the whole group and that it was his private information, but I told him that I was allowed to tell my friends about how his actions affected me, considering he went against my privacy and violated not only my trust, but also my person. I think OP is definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, no way the jerk in this story. OP is so far away from being a jerk it's not even funny. I think at like the very, very, very core of this, sure you could say it's a preference kink type thing, but this is so much more than that. This is like full blown harassment, assault, whatever you want to call it, it's so much more than just a preference thing. That dude deserved to get kicked out of that friend group because honestly, it's borderline monster, creeper, disgusting. You could really add a lot of labels, but you get the idea. Type territory. Our next story is from Sav16. Am I the jerk for running away from my dad's family after I found out that I was going to have another sibling? Just a little background. I, 14-year-old female, grew up with my dad and stepmother, a.k.a. my dad's official wife. Five years ago, my dad cheated on my stepmom and he got his mistress pregnant. Let's call her Emily. I left both my dad and Emily since I knew that I'd be taking care of the baby. I was nine at that time. As far as I remembered, my dad barely spoke to me and gave me a monthly allowance, which is why I moved in with my grandma, mom's mother. Last year, he texted me and insisted that I move back in with them, so I decided to give it a go. I wanted to be involved in my stepsister's life as well since I thought that it would be great. But oh boy, I was so wrong. For the next few months I lived there, it was a nightmare. Dad expected me to clean the house every day while taking care of my sister. P.S. I have online classes and need to answer my modules to pass it on time. My schedule was to get up at 8 in the morning and babysit my sister the whole day. At 9 p.m. to 4 a.m., I would answer my modules, which was exhausting. I never got the chance to attend any of my online classes because of it. So when my dad announces that Emily is four months pregnant, I was furious knowing that I would be the one taking care of the baby. I had an argument with my dad and confronted him about the situation, and he said, You're free to go back to your useless mother. I don't care anymore. I thought that my dad's family side was going to be angry at him, but instead they told me that I have to accept it and play the role of a good sister, but I wasn't having it. I immediately texted my mom and since it was lockdown, it took her days to find a ride for me to go back into my grandma's place. It was a good time for me to go since they would be at the hospital for checkups, but before I left, I texted my dad saying, Dad, I'm going home. And at 11 p.m., I received a message from my dad saying how Emily nearly died last night, and he left my sister in the house for three hours thinking I was there. But I couldn't care less anymore. We don't talk anymore, but I'm starting to question myself. Was I in the wrong? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. It's a difficult situation, and it probably does weigh on you for, like, leaving and knowing that it's going to be harder on those kids in that situation. But in no way should OP be responsible for raising those kids and taking care of their house on top of doing their schoolwork at 14 years old. It's nice that OP has a place to go to where they can just focus on their schooling and hopefully still being a kid like they are. This next story is written by Throwawayd. Am I the jerk for turning my sister-in-law into a housewife? I, 29-year-old female, lived alone in my own apartment for a while. This was until my older brother, 33-year-old male, and his wife moved in with me about a year ago, after my brother ran into financial troubles. I happily let them move in with me, thinking it would give them a chance to get back on their feet. This is not what ended up happening. My brother would wake up way past noon every single day and would spend all day watching football with his feet up on the sofa. My sister-in-law would also wake up way past noon, spend about half the day getting ready, and then either sitting on the sofa with her husband and browsing her phone for the whole day, or going out with her friends. For the first few weeks I wasn't too annoyed, but this went on for MONTHS. They weren't exactly paying me rent, and considering that the whole reason they're staying with me is financial trouble, I never expected money from them but my issue was that they didn't seem to be making an effort to get back on their feet. For example, getting jobs or looking for apartments. It seemed as though they saw my living space as a permanent solution as opposed to a temporary one. I spoke to my brother about it a couple times and tried to, as subtly as I possibly could, ask if he planned on getting a job anytime soon, and his answer was always vague and dismissive, I'm working on it, etc., This is the part of the story where I may be the jerk, and why I'm asking this on here. Considering it's been over a year since they moved in, I began asking the both of them to do some chores around the house. For example, laundry, sweeping, hoovering, mopping floors, washing dishes, etc. I wasn't trying to be malicious. I just thought they might as well help me out if they're gonna permanently live with me. My sister-in-law always seemed annoyed by this, but never told me no. My brother, on the other hand, was a different story. A few days ago, he approached me, quite irritated, and asked me why I was trying to turn his wife into a housewife. He accused me of forcing both of them to clean and cook and do things just because I'm getting too lazy to do them, and said it was disrespectful to make my guests do my housework. I tried to point out, as calmly as I could, that they've been living with me for over a year now, so I no longer considered them guests. They clearly weren't planning on moving out anytime soon, so they might as well pull their weight. My brother thinks I'm a jerk, and told me that my sister-in-law feels like she can't say no to me regarding housework, and that I've made my home an uncomfortable environment for her due to my behavior. It's become awkward now, and I think I've made a mistake. Am I the jerk? First of all, very bluntly, no, OP's not the jerk. You know why the sister-in-law is uncomfortable and feels like they can't say no? Because they aren't doing anything. They aren't paying rent. They weren't doing any other chores. They weren't providing food. They probably weren't paying for any other bills for the household. So yeah, maybe that's guilt that they're feeling. Honestly it's the least they could do to go pick a broom up and sweep around if they're not going to do anything else and still mooch. Frankly, what OP needs to start saying is they need to find a job soon, and that they need to wake up about how ridiculous it is for them to be complaining about doing chores. I would also just say, don't let them get by by saying that they're looking for work. Like, they actually need to be trying. Like, maybe they need an actual, like, two-month deadline or something. Our next story is from Huckleberry Big 6564 Am I the jerk for treating my little brother like my son and refusing to treat him differently when he asked me to? I, 27 year old female, am much older than my little brother, 15 year old male, and yes we have the same parents. I'll admit I don't see him as my brother much and I'm kinda motherly to him. Our parents are amazing but I still sometimes feel protective of him and I don't know why. My brother stopped coming to me for advice when he realized that everything I would tell him would just be the same thing that our mom and dad would say, which makes me feel sad. Yesterday my brother visited me at my house. Our parents and him only live like 30 minutes away, and one of the first things he asked was if we could have a more typical little brother, big sister, although he's way taller than me now, relationship, rather than me being a bit of a second mom. I said I couldn't because, no matter how hard I try, I can only see him as a little kid that I always took care of and cuddled, and not someone who I grew up with. He got upset at me and told me that he didn't need another freaking controlling butt parent. I'm kind of conflicted on this one because... From what OP's telling me, it doesn't sound ridiculous. Like, coming from the taking care of and cuddled and being sweet to them side of things, it doesn't sound like crazy unreasonable for a sibling to be like that. But then for his reaction at the very end, it tells me that there's a lot more kind of going on here, I feel like. The bottom line is, he asked that you stop mothering him. The right thing to do is to try to respect his wishes. Would you guys say that OP is the jerk here? Let me know what you guys think. This next story is from A.I.T. Throwthrow. Throw. Am I the jerk for not giving up a house I inherited? I, female, 29, was raised in a Christian household. With that came gender roles that were ingrained in me at a young age. My granddad, however, hated that my parents taught us this way, and as I got older, I did too. Because of this, I became very close with my grandparents instead of my own parents. I also have an older brother that my parents labeled the second king of the house. For more info, important, my grandparents lived in a beautiful house that had no neighbors, many trees and a garden. They paid off the house after years and it was very special to them. My granddad also had bad problems with his back and a condition that would get worse until he couldn't go anymore. After my grandmother passed, he got worse and ended up needing at home care. He didn't want a stranger in his home so that wasn't an option, I think it was due to my grandmother's passing. My parents preached that it was punishment for all his sins, so they wouldn't take care of him and were planning on putting him in a home. I decided to stay with him since it would just be easier. My job can be worked effectively at home, and he'd get care from someone who isn't a total stranger. In the time I took care of him, we filled the home with the love and laughter my grandmother brought to it. As my granddad got worse, not a single call. Not from my mom, or dad, or my brother. We were joking about it once and he said, Maybe I should just give you Missy, the house's name, instead of your dad. He's just going to give it to your brother anyway. He laughed after he said that, so I assumed he was joking. Fast forward, the worst happened. I was the one who found him. Had to make the call. All of it. As much as I was pushed away from my parents, I didn't want them to find out the news from a random person. The funeral was the first time I ever truly connected with my parents in years. We hugged and cried together and we were all vulnerable. But then it came time for the will. Now, it wasn't some telenovela with all the dramatics, but it was intense. The house that was supposed to be my dad's became mine, as well as many other things that my dad planned on giving to my brother. I was accused of manipulating my granddad into giving it to me, and my brother was just yelling. A week after, my brother came to the house in tears. He was begging me to give him the house, since his was too small for his wife and baby. He argued that because it's just me and my husband, and we don't want kids, I don't need it. I told him to leave and felt horrible. I feel like a jerk and so does my family. He's right, I don't need the house. My job pays me good money and I could easily just live somewhere else. On the other hand though, my granddad wouldn't want him or my dad to have it. I'm at a loss here. Am I the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. First of all, OP was the one willing to go out there and actually care for the grandpa. Sure, OP did manipulate them, by showing that OP was the only one that cared. OP earned that house, put love and care into that house, and is the only one that actually appreciates that house the way it should be appreciated, for all the memories that were made inside it. Plus, it's their inheritance, so everybody else can buzz off. And our final story of the days by throwaway79, am I the jerk for skipping my best friend's wedding just because? I'm 31 year old female and a hermit. I have exactly two friends and I talk to them and my family mostly online, meeting them only every now and then. I don't have social anxiety or anything, but people drain me so much I can barely function by the end of a workday. Just extremely introverted, I guess. I don't do social gatherings, and people who met me know this. Friend one got married last year. I showed up for the ceremony, dropped off my gift, and left before the reception even started. She thanked me for showing up at all. Barely an hour into the reception of my own brother's wedding, he told me that I'm free to go home now, he's surprised I lasted this long. The issue, friend two is getting married next year, and she's planning a destination wedding. I'd like to make this clear. There's just no universe in which I'm flying six hours only to spend a weekend socializing with people I don't even know. I told friend too that I'll follow the ceremony online and give them my present after they return. She got upset and is currently giving me the I'm not mad, I'm disappointed routine. She said she's upset because I'm prioritizing my own comfort over her feelings. I told her she's right. And that i'll always put my comfort level above other people's feelings hence the number of friends i have and that she knew this very well from the start does that make me a crappy friend probably yes was one of the first things i said to her we can be friends but don't expect me to go to your wedding also yes i do care about her feelings and i did not mean to hurt her but i also feel like she set us both up for failure with her expectations Like, she doesn't know one of the reasons I don't do people is because I'm allergic to such expectations. On the other hand, I guess it's not unreasonable to expect your best friend to attend your wedding. So, there's that. Am I the jerk? I think what I'm really struggling here to understand is what kind of a friendship-relationship do they have. Like, I guess you can have a good friendship just by talking online, but, I don't know, just to me it seems like it feels like a weak excuse but like it seems pretty darn consistent with op's character and beyond that the friends choosing a destination wedding i think that alone comes with a huge caveat of a number of people probably not being able to show up let alone whether it's for comfort or not i think OP's not the jerk because i feel like they have a clear expectation of what the friendship and relationship is like and just because the friend expects or wants more doesn't necessarily make opie a jerk for turning that down what do you guys think is opie the jerk in this situation but with that being said that's all the time we have for today so of all these stories that i have read for you today which one was your personal favorite and why let me know in the comments down below if you haven't yet if you could like and subscribe that would mean a lot to me whatever you do whether it's liking subscribing turning notifications on all of it helps grow this channel and i appreciate the heck out of it So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.